0: Hello Prep Heads, this is episode 25 of Pixel Prep, the only podcast that can save the video game industry.
1: If not, the world.
0: My name is Craig and I am joined once again by... Chris Slinger, how are you doing out there? I'd like to think they're all currently shouting back into
1: their little headphones,
0: I'm fine! I
1: hope they are, or at least vigorously type in the comments section below on Twitter saying how awesome we are. (laughs) Hint, hint. No
0: one's ever done that. Not one person has ever gone, I really like these guys. I'm going to let them know how
1: awesome they are.
0: (laughs) You guys are really good. You occasionally bright up my day because it's like listening to a retard try and explain quantum physics.
1: Send. You know, I like to think... That's how we sound. I like to think that uh, multi-platformer man would obviously give us a couple of heads up every now and again. He does. Actually, to be very fair, we do have one fan, but then again, saying that <laughs> that's it. Alex is not here today, so multi platform man might have kind of turned off by now. No, he's friends with me too. No, he's not. <sighs> I'm sorry, he's just using you to get to Alex. You've gotten, yeah, right. <laughs> Anyway, bubble
0: burst. If you are listening, hi Colm, how are you doing? Hope you're all right. Sup, cold dog.
1: Um, so how have you been not too shabby? How about yourself? Mm. What have you been up to? rise right up my day by telling what have me. I about, been up to? Yeah, tell me about your adventures. Have you been up to anything new other than Persona Five? Pretty much no. That's why I'm no, going. That's, that's why
0: I'm, I'm leading th- for you. That's why I'm doing mine. Gotcha. Yeah. Right. I've been playing a bit of Persona Five. Ooh, which part are you up to? Uh, I'm on the fourth, fifth palace. Yeah. Whichever one it is after you've got Futaba. Yeah. Futaba. Futaba. Whatever.
1: Futaba. I always struggle the with the Japanese the, names. Yeah,
0: the one in space after. Um,
1: Fucking Morgana's had a big strop and fucked off and come back again. As cruel as it sounds, did you laugh a bit when the cat got kicked? Because I did. Yes, I did. (laughs) After the cat got booted across the street, I did hear myself go... (laughs) Mm. Like that, and I was a bit upset when we accepted Morgana back in my squad. So I was like... I, I
0: am and I'm not. I'm just like, haha, Morgana, the only one that I will ever use for healing spells.
1: And wind not even that it's like zero enemies <laughs> are kind of like against wind
0: exactly like, and even when they are I'll just
1: use a persona
0: of my own because I always make sure, I always do this I'm just like huh there are some really good stat buffs and some really good fucking nullifiers that I could transfer across however I have to be able to make sure I can do all of the attacks myself if all my team die I'm okay Joker still has to be good enough to heal himself revive other players and then use all the other elemental and non-elemental and magic attacks.
1: Do you know what really fucked me over playing Sona 5? First time I discovered it is when Joker's out that's it, game over. Yes. And I got fucking bitch slapped by one of those insta-kill attacks Mm -hmm. which I was like well that's just bollocks. And then I had the twins tell me I'm useless. I was like thanks for that guys. (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't need to be told I'm shit by a video game. (laughs) Yeah. Get good. Get good. Loser. I get enough of that from Bloodborne. Um
0: I've also been playing because I got it during the Cyber Monday bit. Oh yes. God of War.
1: Ah uh, yes, the best Xbox game.
0: <sighs> don't don't do that. <laughs> it makes me cry. Admittedly, <laughs> it is one of those games where I'm just like it doesn't make me smile. I don't think it can make people smile. It's very it's very um serious. It's very somber. It's very grown-up.
1: You played the drinking game, though, that every time Kratos says, boy, you take a shot. No. It's because your you'll will be dead.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, like... I, I love it so much. Real uh, dead. Uh, boy. I didn't play
0: the previous God of War games. I'm not interested in them. Way too angry.
1: Way too much yeah. soul patch. Yeah, um, yeah. on every, every front. Maybe that's what made Kratos angry, the soul patch. Honestly, I, I hated it so much. Drip this fucking
0: thing off my face. My brother had the um, the God of War collection for his PS3. And I remember seeing it thinking, this looks
1: awful. This looks like an angry teenager's dream come true. Yeah, it just I did not like the look of it whatsoever. Um, well, basically, that's what Kratos is, isn't he? He's an angry teenager going against Dad. Yeah. He's going, fuck you, Dad. This is Mount Olympus. My dad's up here. I'm going to stomp his ass. And all the other gods are like, nah, that's not going to happen. And then you stomp him anyway.
0: Yeah. In this, <laughs> it's it's a little bit better. I mean, obviously, he's, um, Just, for whatever reason, you are in... Norway? Viking times. You know, these, these old, old times. It's Norse mythology, it's incredibly cool. You start the game off by chopping down a tree.
1: Yeah, I saw that. I must admit, um, I thought, okay.
0: And the whole reason you chop down the tree is so that you can then take it back to your home and build a funeral pyre for your wife, who's just died.
1: Is she a god as well it, it, or just...
0: No, she was just a regular person. I'm just oh, like, wow. alright, just starting off as we mean to go on. Real fucking Mardi <laughs> Great
1: stuff. I'm <laughs> oh, upset because wife is dead. And um, To be fair, I mean, I've seen Kratos shag in the rest in those other movies. She probably died from that. <laughs> no probably not <laughs> vigorous angry sex the good thing is Mardi stop
0: talking about anger we're trying to get past that and This is no this is what this whole game is about it's very much
1: getting past your anger
0: getting yeah him kind of growing past what he was before so you know he was all angry all the time and rah, god of whatever and now it's him trying to you know teach his son how to properly hunt you know how to actually strike down a beast with a bow and arrow, and then um, the whole point is that they need to then take these ashes to the highest peak in all of the realms, which isn't what you thought it would be at the start of the game. Okay. not going to get into it, just in case there are those out there that haven't played it, but absolutely brilliant. Throwing that fucking axe is incredible.
1: Yeah, it does look good. I must the only thing that kind of like held me back from God of Thunder, and one of the things I did kind of like raise my eyebrows is, why just not make this Thor? Because
0: I, I don't think you could.
1: I think, well, there's obviously licensing and all that sort of stuff interfering, but <laughs> part of me just kind of like thought, is it just kind of like, not so much an easy option, but since Kratos is a character that everyone knows, mm. is it just kind of like, it's kind of like doing another Lara Croft game, if you know what I mean.
0: I get you. And I understand where you're coming from,
1: but, but then again, I just have a kind of a hard on for wanting new IPs. That's just pretty much my bag.
0: I think, I mean, th- yeah, I'm with you, and I completely understand. Mm. But I think this was the right way to go mm. because this is a this is a franchise that previously I've never played or enjoyed. No, and now I'm going. That looks different and interesting. Yeah, I want to play that. Do I think it work as a Thor game? No, because there are two types of Thor. There's the miserable, angry, shitty, self-centred, bastard, <laughs> realistic version. And then there's Marvels. Yay. Neither of those would
1: work. <laughs> then you've got Ragnarok Thor.
0: <laughs> what this has done... I mean, don't get me wrong, it gets a little bit convoluted as parts of his past come up. you know. So you start seeing the ghost of Zeus and the, the ghost of Athena and all this. But it, it's very good because it works from an external perspective. It is... The the Aesir gods are... Fuckers, that's how they are depicted in mythology. Yep. They were, they, you know, they, they are complete wanks. Passers. Oh God, yeah.
1: Greek gods were twats.
0: Yeah, the Greek gods were ta- twats as well. Like there's, there's, no fucking change. But the nice thing is, is because Kratos isn't a part of that, he comes in and he has a wife and he has a baby and the baby grows up and then the wife dies and the baby and the man go off to do the thing you don't have to go why is thor going for a walk with his son because you don't have to do that it's an external character this would have worked with anyone but kratos is already Identif- um, is I- an identifiable character yeah. yeah you know he's already grounded you already know that he's strong you already know that he's a god you already know that he's this that, and the other like, and I think keep that's the shit why it out works. of the things. yeah so yeah get your new ip and this would this is the best thor game i've ever played without thor i just I throw that fucking axe, it hits things, it bounces off things, it gets wedged inside the skull of some fucking Draugr that I'm trying to take down. I love it. Returns it returns to you. And it returns. And it's just the most wonderful thing because I'm not one for graphical fidelity, but when he holds his hand out, mm. and you just see all his fingers splayed out this huge man hand. And this, f- it's brilliant. And then the, the way it just kind of <laughs> straight into his hands, that whap of wood against flesh, it's brilliant. Sounded almost like a fucking masturbation joke. That's not where I was going with it.
1: That's a damn shame. I was kind of hoping you could take that a little bit further. Anyway. It <coughs> was, was, was a good whapping noise <laughs> against was a his
0: hand. noise. It's a brilliant game, and I get why it's just one god. Um, god of War? Of, god of the Year? God of the <laughs> yeah. Year. No, it's just one game of the year, and I, I get why. It's definitely not the most fun game. Like, I'm probably going to go back and play a bit more Spider-Man. Yeah. Because so I like need the fun things. F- I need the smiles in my life. This is going to give me tears at some point.
1: Do you feel like he's going to like walk around in the bathrobe with the, face paint on, going shouting boy at random people?
0: No, not at random people. The cats, definitely. Boy,
1: this way. It's brilliant. I need a shave. The, the
0: dad <coughs> moments are easily the best moments. Dad of War. Honestly, Dad of War. If it wasn't so ridiculous, <laughs> it would be a more apt title. It totally. really would.
1: I kind of like want that to be like an add-on. They do like Dad of War. just have this disapproving father walking around constantly going, (laughs) what's this? It's DLC. What do you do? You just press different buttons for different types of scowls at the boy. (laughs) Boy. Every now and again, he's kind of like throwing a glance, disapproving glance and going, for fuck's sake. (laughs) That's that's what the DLC DLC should be, right? It should be like a prequel, but not too far. We're not not talking years and years and years. Mm. like A year or so, before obviously his wife died, and you have... Kratos kind of like looking at boy mowing the lawn and not doing it right. And you basically yeah. just tell him at different points, that's just not right.
0: I want us to jump off this topic and on to the next one. But before what are we do, leaping on to?
1: There was a wonderful
0: comic strip I once saw where like, Kratos is looking really miserable and his wife in this comic strip is going, stop calling him boy. <laughs> we named him Atreus and you will only call him boy <laughs> over my dead body. Bam! <laughs> like, that's, the, that's basically the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> it just always makes me giggle thinking about it. Um, I saw Wreck-It Ralph too. How was it? Very
1: good. Did Very self-aware. It? Well, hopefully it should um, be. Which he wrecks is, the internet.
0: It's absolutely brilliant. Um, there's a bit where he's kind of like well within the depths of the internet and you can see, um, what was it, Dial-Up Express, Yeah. which is a bar where people just go into. But obviously... It's funny because dial up. Yeah. Um,
1: if you're listening to this, maybe you can remember dial up. It's when you start the internet and you have the fax machine make a noise. Yeah, that was absolutely brilliant. 56K um, modem.
0: There were some really funny bits within all of it. I it's did. It's incredibly self aware. The Disney princesses were easily the best bit.
1: Yeah, I saw um, Cinderella smash a shoe in about to glass. Uh, what's her yeah. name? Vanellope? Yes. I must admit, I am really enjoying the way Disney use pretty much all their properties in that movie. For example, isn't there like one bit where they ask Groot a question? Yes. And a whole bunch of people are going, did you, Something like, wasn't it one really nerdy guy, doesn't he, does a very in-depth question about Guardians of the Galaxy? And Groot just goes, I am Groot. Yeah. Next one, I am Groot. That's am all grouped. it does. It's
0: brilliant. There's, um, there's a bit where Vanellope is running around the Disney website and she bumps into a couple of stormtroopers and so the stormtroopers then chase after her. Mm. So you know, there's a bit where Iron Man is stood next to R two D two, having a conversation <laughs> with a fucking <laughs> user. It's absolutely brilliant. Um, it's madness. It's absolute madness.
1: Is it a fun
0: madness? Line? Yes, Good. absolutely. And um, the Disney princesses, just to go back to because they really do deserve a lot of credit. There's a bit where they turn around and they're questioning Vanellope, and trying to find out mm. if she's a real Disney princess. I think around. I remember this one yeah.
1: but go through it anyway because it's, it's a good bit
0: they, they do a couple of bits and they just turn around and go did everyone just magically assume that your problems were solved once a man entered into your
1: life and she went
0: yeah and they went you are a, a princess, princess. <laughs> it's brilliant
1: seeing <laughs> seen that bit um, they ask them a whole bunch of other questions don't they going like are you a, what, Was it a daughter of a of a king? No. Can you actually talk to animals? No. Were you cursed or poisoned? No. <laughs> There's a wonderful bitch She turns around and
0: goes, "No, what's wrong with you people? Are you okay?"
1: <laughs> wonderful. I know one of the greatest things about that scene actually is they got in the original voice actors well, as much as they could. I was on like, yeah. "Snow White, so things, you know, dead." Yeah. Um, but yeah, they got because um, you know Mulan's Mulan's mm-hmm. uh, voice actress, the, Agent May from Shield.
0: Yeah, was, yeah, I forget her name. Um, Ming. Something like Ming that, yeah. Nao Wen, I think her name is actually. We
1: probably right. butchered her name, but Chung Lee from Street Fighter and May from S.H.I.E.L.D.
0: Yeah, I love
1: her. I think she's brilliant. So they got them all back. So even, um, oh, what's her name? Kirsten Bell from, because she's Anna in Frozen. All right. Because every Halloween, Kirsten Bell puts on her Instagram that her kids want her to dress up as Elsa. <laughs> it's very good. <laughs>
0: Honestly, it's an absolutely wonderful film. I would suggest seeing it. And it does a wonderful thing. Um, you know how we talk about How to Train Your Dragon 2 when we said yes. that is how sequels should be? Yes. Wreck-It Ralph 2
1: does the same thing. That's good. doesn't form the whole trap of Wreck-It Ralph being a bit of a dick for no reason, does it? Because that happened in the first one, if I remember. Yes, it does. No, 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 no. I always hate it's,
0: that. It's very much him being a dick because he's incredibly insecure yeah. about his friendship with Vanellope. Mm. And the end of this film, honestly, i was very nearly in tears, mate, because it was about the two of them letting go from one another, Mm. which was nice, because obviously a lot of Disney films are, the two of them lived happily ever after, forever and ever, amen. That wasn't the point. This was actually the two of them going away from one another, and that being them being comfortable with that happening.
1: Oh, yeah, because they're not a romantic couple, they're mates. No,
0: and that was what I liked about it. Yeah very grown up we also saw Ant-Man and the Wasp what do you think about that? I know that? you want to talk about that it was okay
1: I kind of enjoyed Ant-Man and the Wasp I think because after I saw Infinity War you need pretty much a relaxing movie if you know what I mean yeah Infinity War was a big bombastic it's salt the senses um, Ant-Man and the Wasp I always said if you like Ant-Man you'd like Ant-Man and the Wasp if you didn't yeah. like it I can understand where you're coming from it wasn't the most groundbreaking movie fun yeah, at its moments Easy to watch. I liked it. Mm. I thought it was very
0: good. I thought it was very fun. I thought it played on a, on a lot of different um, kind of ideas. So the yeah. whole shrinking building.
1: Oh, yeah, was quite funny, that. The yeah. car chases. Yeah, that was... I thought the car chases were absolutely brilliant. I actually did think that was a quite very um, well thought through action scene. Yeah. With the shrinking and the raising and all that...
0: But the, the logistics of the entire film really fucked me off, because the more I think <laughs> about it, the more I'm like, okay, right, so you're going for a high-speed chase through San Francisco? Yeah, San Francisco. Um, and there's a bit where, what's, what's his mate's name? Which one? Uh, the guy that runs the security company. Oh, Luis. Luis. No Luis. Idea
1: only the greatest
0: character ever created in Marvel Universe. Luis is in the car. And to be fair, this actually happens when they're in the van as well Mm. with Janet. And they shrink the car down and they continue to go the same speed. Yeah, that's just movie magic. Yeah, but hang on a second. The car has shrunk (laughs) and the wheels have shrunk. Therefore, you would have to increase your speed exponentially to be able to maintain that distance between you and the bad guys. Because all that happens is the second you shrink down, you're crushed by their tyres.
1: Yeah. I just like to think, if they had the technology to shrink it down, that's probably not an issue. No, I,
0: <laughs> I get it. I get it. I try not to let it hang... It like, one of my main hang-ups, but I'm like, fuck. Because my other hang-up is, they go to save Michelle Pfeiffer from the Quantum Realm. Yes. Because Michelle Pfeiffer is Ant-Man's... She's Janet. Mum-in-law.
1: Yeah, she's Hank Pym's wife. Yeah.
0: And... What bugs me, what really fucks me off, and we spoke about this before we recorded,
1: I said... Just if, get big, right?
0: Yeah, if if all you've got to do is shrink down to get into the quantum realm, just go the
1: other way. It's literally part of your suit. I think uh, um, a, was it, a um, regulator busted though, didn't it?
0: Something like that. Well, no.
1: Because in the flashback, it busted.
0: Because the, what was it, was it the regulator broke on, I don't know...
1: I can't, it's been a while since I've seen because it. Because they be
0: they left they left Hank Pym, uh, not Hank Pym, um, Scott. Scott Lang, didn't they? Yes, right, right at, at the end, right at the end, stranded in the quantum realm. Well, i
1: they didn't really leave him. He they kind of died thanks to Thanos. Yeah, there is that. <laughs> it wasn't Hank being a dick to Scott again, which I did enjoy it, actually. It does make me just kind of go,
0: <laughs> "What the fuck?"
1: I still need them. Um, I still need Marvel to do a short kind of like, clip of Luis explaining everything up to this point. Mm. That would just be epic. I must you got to admit, that bit was actually quite good when they uh, used true serum on him. Yes. <laughs> and he started talking, especially when he goes, you know, tell us about Scott Lang. Well, me and Scotty, we met up in Cell D. Hi, my name's Luis. We're going to be best friends. <laughs> and they did like Billy's as Hope, you know. I'm all Hope. I'm Hope. Look at my hair. I'm all business. You know, that was... That was quite good. I think I liked about it. They didn't overdo it either because they could have made no. like three different times couldn't they doing the Luis explaining things but I think they only did it once.
0: Which is enough. Yeah. Like, don't overdo a good thing. Yeah. They kind of need to limit that. I think like don't overdo a good thing is the one rule that Marvel seemed to have been like nah fuck that. Let's more just, Marvel shit. Let's just plumber it out. And I think that's why when you when you go oh what did you think? I go it was okay.
1: Mm. I
0: just I've had enough. I've had enough <laughs> Marvel films. I do not care about Captain Marvel. Oh. I do not care about Endgame. Oh, you should, though. I know, I should, but you I'm just like, I don't,
1: I don't give a shit anymore. You saw the end in that trailer. Paul Rutt's going to save the universe. Yeah, he is. Because, you know, you met him in Germany, right? He got big. <laughs> um,
0: I don't know. See, like, see the trailer for that reference. He's just it just feels like we've had a lot and I'm getting quite fatigued on it. Samantha the other day was just like, how come you love watching like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or or all or the Netflix shows? Like, surely you're bored of superhero shit. And I said, I am. Which is why it's important to me that I keep watching things like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and the stuff on Netflix because it isn't superhero shit.
1: You see, I'm a bit bored of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. to be honest.
0: I'm a little bit. I've just done season four. Yeah. And... Just done a few episodes into Season 5. Season 4 was absolutely brilliant. Really enjoyed so,
1: it. I enjoyed the ghost Rider a bit, I think. The ending was weak. Uh, what was Season... Oh, the Hive, that's it. I'm trying to remember what it was now. No, the... it was 3. Was it 3 with mm. the network, was it? No.
0: 3 was Hive. 4 was... Oh, Hive, yeah. Ada four... and the LNDs and the framework. Yeah. The yeah. Digital thing.
1: Yeah. Um, so my only problem with S.H.I.E.L.D. is, since it is kind of like what... Um, what well, the word is? Maybe for twenty-four episodes. Yeah, some episodes do feel padded. Some of them do. Yeah. admittedly,
0: I mean that was my initial issue with um season one is that the entire thing felt shit, and then the last five episodes it's kind of like ramped
1: to life, didn't they? Like, shit like, sure. things um, happened hard. But yeah, no, that's um. Well, on the plus side, we have a break with the ultimate current book movie, which should be out. If you listen to this on the 11th, be out tomorrow. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Yes. How much I've been hyping up that movie ever since its initial teaser trailer. How much I've been saying how good it looks. And I am like thanking every god that anyone worships out there that is getting major praise across the entire board. Yeah. Because just the way it looks demanded praise.
0: It looks amazing. I mean,
1: I've always said, ever since I saw Tarzan, Disney's Tarzan. Mm-hmm. years and years ago when I was in a cinema I looked at that the deep canvas technology where they used the backgrounds to move around and Tarzan to swing through I was yep. like Spider-Man needs to be animated yes. this needs to be this needs to happen and I'm so glad we got a a, um, a very good stylish animated and more importantly fucking fun looking Spider-Man movie we have Peter Porker Spider-Ham and he does not look out of place and no <laughs> well, well, he, he, of course yeah, he does Yeah, of course, but, but in a good way th- Yeah, this is it Like He doesn't look out of
0: place within the context of the film Yeah And that's, I, you're absolutely right I mean, every time you see a clip or a trailer of this film You're like, fuck, this looks like a good film Yeah Fuck, that looks like it's well written Fuck, it looks like I'm going to enjoy it Yeah I really cannot fucking wait
1: And every time I hear something new about About the different voice actors Yeah For example, Kingpin is uh, voiced by the chap who plays Ray Donovan and Sabretooth mm. in The next one's Liver Liver is it? Uh, Lever Schreiber. Lever yeah. Schreiber's another one of those funny name I can never pronounce. Right. And also Nick Cage, done by he plays Spider Man Noir. Yeah. And I've seen a couple of clips by him, and it is pure Cage madness, and I love that to the hilt. Yeah. Because we can all say that the greatest um, Spider the uh, greatest Marvel movie is Ghost Rider. That's just a fact.
0: It does look absolutely wonderful. You can tell that um, this guy's obviously Uncle Aaron. Yep. Okay. the Prowler. Spoiler. Yep. <laughs> played by again. I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking kill this name, and I'm so sorry. Meshala Ali is the guy that played Cottonmouth in uh, Luke Cage. Oh yes, I love that guy in Luke Cage. Yeah. That guy had some fucking on-screen presence. Mm. He
1: was. It was present and emphasised. It
0: was just the way he spoke. He had this wonderful, silk-like voice. You could just listen to him talk... Even when he was going on about killing people, it was just like, was something very... <laughs> just, just
1: tell me more about how you're going to murder this person. It I need to more. very charismatic.
0: It's absolutely brilliant.
1: I, I am was... you're going to rip his head off, but Jesus, that's romantic.
0: I was going through um, the cast the other day, because I was like, oh, I want to know more about the individuals that are playing what? Yeah. Um, you know, Jake Johnson playing Peter B. Parker.
1: Which I didn't think would take, but listen to me. It makes a fucking good old Parker. Really, really well. Um, Chris Pine. Yes.
0: Playing Peter Parker?
1: Well, there's also another eyebrow-raising moment that I discovered that... Um, what was it? Oscar Isaac mm. has been cast as interesting person number one, who's supposed to be Miguel O'Hara, who was Spider-Man 2099. Oh uh, yes. I so can whether see. they're kind of like... Doing that as in there right now. Yeah, yeah, Oscar Isaac, interesting person number one, and Greta Lee is interesting person number two. Now, I can imagine Greta Lee being Jessica Drew. Mm. That would make sense. And to be honest, have you ever heard? I mean, I do like Oscar Isaac. He's like probably the one actor I kind of like out of um, Star Wars, the new trilogy yeah because all was a bit not not slagging off the performance but they don't really have a pizzazz to it if you know what I mean
0: not the same way when you look at the
1: old cast yeah it? exactly that might be the nostalgia kicking yeah I'd say probably Oz, um, Oscar Isaac's character is closest to Han Solo's yes which is I love of doofus off Tandent do you ever see Solo? no no. So yeah, it's actually a good movie is it? yeah I enjoy it back on Tandent yes um, <laughs> yeah so I can see him playing quite a good Miguel O'Hara yeah i will
0: be see what comes of it. Obviously, there's going to be the uh, the after credits scene. There's probably going to be a couple. There I better guess. be. Um, but yeah, anyway, let's kill it there and we'll come back with trivia time.
1: Booyah. Slinger. Brodle. Did you know that Shigeru Miyamoto... I did not know that name, but try again.
0: <laughs> Shigeru Miyamoto... I can't say it properly. Shigeru... Miyamoto. Is he that chap that made Mario? Yeah. Oh, I love him. Creator of Super Mario Bros. and Donkey Kong. I genuinely feel like the second you decide to throw in the
1: first name, it I fucks, fucks it off. It up. Yeah, it fucks off the second name.
0: I can easily go Miyamoto. Not a problem. I could do it till the fucking cows come home.
1: Do the first name. Shigeru Miyamoto. That's how we're going to work how it. We do it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, so let's try
0: again. Every fucking <laughs> Japanese name from now on. Oh, brilliant. You have to okay. do the
1: first name. I'll do the surname. So, Shigeru... Miyamoto. That guy that once made Super Mario
0: Bros and Donkey Kong. Do you know he's not allowed to cycle to work? That's actually quite funny. He's not allowed to cycle (laughs) to work. The reason why is because
1: his safety is too important to Nintendo. That I do truly believe. Yeah. I honestly believe if... Say his name? Shigeru. Miyamoto uh, dies, so does Nintendo... (laughs)
0: Yeah, I tell you what, they're doing some weird things at the moment, aren't they, Nintendo? fuck yeah. Well, Let's get Mortal
1: Kombat back on the Switch. Yeah, they censored it the first time, it was on a Super Nintendo. Exactly. Big style. Well, the thing I always find about the Switch is it gets rave reviews by a lot of, um, obviously, critics. Mm. But their main pull for it always seems to be, it's because it's handheld and we can play this game anywhere. Part of me thinks it's just like a really high-tech version of a Game Boy. It's like the most successful Game Boy ever made. It's like, oh yeah, we got Dark Souls, I can walk around outside of it. No, you'll break your Switch if you do that because you're going to lob it at a random person. And respectfully, you
0: could do that before anyway.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Because
0: Dark Souls was on your PS3 and then your PS4 and you can remote play that fucker with the PlayStation Vita.
1: This is Broddle's Vita moment.
0: No. I hate that people don't... I hate that people give it that flack. People turn around
1: and go, oh, what's
0: wrong? Are you busy flogging a dead console? (laughs) People should be bothered. About the Vita. Yeah, Yeah. realistically. And the only reason I say that is because people got bothered and like it fucks me off. Alex, I know you're going to listen to this. It fucks me off when you think about your Switch because you came around with it and you went, I love it. I can play with it anywhere. But you take the piss out of the Vita when they are, when in handheld mode, essentially the same unit and that's what bothers me
1: I've probably said a Vita's more advanced
0: it is in some cases yeah. honestly I I mean I love it I really do when I was coming to the end of Persona 4 I was screenshotting and you know directly sending things up to Twitter off of it I love my Vita so much it was ever so fucking wonderful I'd love to
1: know that they were making another one
0: I don't think they are
1: Not right now, I can't imagine. Only because, like we said, Nintendo have pretty much cornered that whole handheld market, even more so now with a Switch. If there becomes like a hole, probably Sony will try and jump on that like no tomorrow. Well, let's take this opportunity to
0: segue into the news. (gasps) Tell me. The very first is that Sony has filed a patent for a new game cartridge. Okay. Now, obviously, Sony don't do game cartridges. Nice. Obviously, PlayStation 1, 2, 3, 4 are all disc-based or digital download. Yeah. The Vita uses cartridges.
1: It has to, Mm -hmm. because it's not as big as a Blu-ray or a DVD.
0: Exactly. So, it's one of those things that, when we found out that they'd patented for a new game cartridge, we all thought to ourselves, (gasps) New Vita. Is it a new Vita? No idea. Probably nothing, because for all it could be is that they've gone and patented this and they've gone and just sat on it. It might be something that they never used. Um, let's have a little read into it. This comes from Dual Shockers. A patent from Sony, surface detailing a new kind of gaming cartridge. The patent was granted last month on October 5th, 2018, after originally being submitted in November 2017. Uh, the cartridge itself was invented by Eugene Morisawa, the Senior Art Director at the Corporate Design Centre of Sony Interactive Entertainment. The design of the cartridges looks unique with an adaptable hole in the top and bottom and a port at the bottom. Sorry. Uh, you can look at the various images uh, file pattern here within their uh, article yeah, no, and take here. a peek at a screen cap that has been attached below, which you can't because I'm just speaking at you. Uh, Use your imagination, people. The the patent's publication time is ironic, coming off the announcement earlier this year the PlayStation Vita cartridges would be ending production in 2019, then to be followed up by the announcement that the Vita would be ending production in Japan with no current plan for a successor. Uh, In 2015, Sony filed a patent for a Switch like console that was discovered in 2017 on NeoGAF. While it is fun to speculate, company patent ideas all the time. Uh, these two patterns were entirely separate despite revolving around video games. While the pattern has been granted, it is important to note that it does not mean that Sony is actively developing a new handheld gaming platform or even the cartridges themselves. So
1: it would be yeah. interesting though, would not it, if they if Sony did do like the Sony Switch. Would you play God of War on the walk? on, on the last again, Would you play God of War on the Walk? I no, I wouldn't
0: I wouldn't play anything on the walk, if I'm perfectly honest. I do think it's
1: would you play it on the train?
0: I'd I'd play it at home in handheld mode. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'd, I'd do that. I would play Persona 5 upstairs, laid in bed, because I would rather be laid in bed at any point of the day, regardless. <laughs> like, those people that go, I can play it on the go. That's great, because you have an hour's commute on the train. Yes. You know, or... You know, I love that advert they did because um, there was that guy got in the back of a taxi and he closed his door and he immediately took his fucking Switch out and started playing Zelda. And I'm like, that, why? <laughs> like, yeah. Why? Well, let's be honest. Is- How long is that cab ride? Yeah, that's going to cost you a fucking fortune. Yeah. There's this fucking guy sat there, he's like, oh, he's looking at his fucking iPad or whatever that is, I'm going to drive around I'm all gonna, these fucking back streets, and um, that fare is going to knock right up. I'm Fuck gonna, you, sunshine. I'm going to
1: use the knowledge for evil. Okay, that was an hour's journey to get you from Piccadilly to Oxford Street. <laughs> That'll be 500 quid, please, or just give me that funky new Nintendo toy, we'll call it quits. You're all right. Thank you. Fuck off. I, I would never be able to use it. Well, yeah, for that kind of
0: the only way I would use it is if I was going on holiday. Yes, and even then, I'm
1: going on holiday. <laughs> you're not going to sit by the pool playing your Switch. No, Please. I did, I did I sit by the pool at one point playing my Vita though. Ah,
0: oh. it was no, it was just one of those chill days, and we were playing. Um, no. We were either reading or like playing like on my fucking Vita or just going for a swim. It was just it was just nice. All, um, all three can't afford to do anything like that anymore. Well, you're getting married. That's okay, why. <laughs> <laughs> there is also that, yes.
1: Anyway, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is getting a sequel. Good, because we r- we did uh, talk about that for a very, very long time, um, about how awesome it looked.
0: Even though it hasn't come out yet, um, Spider-Verse is reportedly getting a sequel, and it will be featuring an all-female cast of Spider-Man characters. It um, could work. It will be a main cast, it won't be a... Won't, Not all the way through. All, all the way through, it'll just be a main cast. Um, Broken by the Hollywood Reporter, the report notes that uh, Joaquin Dos Santos, known for his work on Justice League Unlimited, Avatar The Last Airbender and Mm -hmm. The Legend of Korra, is being tapped to direct the sequel. Details are scarce, however, THR reports that seeds have been planted in the first film for a sequel. So hopefully we'll see that when the film comes out tomorrow. Yeah. Laurent Montgomery, who has also worked on the two Avatar series, as well as Voltron, Green Lantern, First Light, Superman, Batman:
1: Apocalypse, kn- and more. I know that name. I think I know that female as well. Is that's a weird way to put it? Well, I know that female. I know that female. I know that female creator. Should <laughs> I, know I, I know say? That, I know that lady. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> is reportedly in negotiations to lead the charge for an untitled project that will gather the female heroes of the Spider- sorry, of the Spider-Man universe. In one adventure. I've massively fucked up that quote. Uh, Beck Smith will reportedly write the film script. Though no specifics are set, Spider-Gwen will likely make a return and other characters like Spider-Girl, Spider-Woman, Madam Web and Silk and even the Black Cat could be featured.
1: The great thing is if you're dealing with a Spider-Verse, you can pull in any sort of characters. Mm. Or create new ones.
0: It looks interesting. Yeah, I mean it could work. It. Yeah, I'm, I'm massively up for it because at the end of the day, I do not have a problem with you doing something different. I do not have oh, a God, problem no. with you changing the gender of a character or
1: ch- I don't as, care. Long, as long as it's good and done for a decent reason. Rather than we're making, for example, an all female version of Ghostbusters just because we're trying to be PC or yeah. whatever. If it was You have to just do it for the story. Brilliant.
0: What is the name of that woman in... That woman?
1: (laughs) Sounds like we're a Persona game now. That man. That woman. It sounds ridiculous. That voice.
0: Um, In Ghostbusters, the 2016 version, I was a big old fan of it. I thought it was really good. I liked most of the cast, with the exception of Kristen Wiig. I genuinely feel as though she didn't bring anything
1: to the film wasn't she meant to be like the point of view character though
0: no because it wasn't it wasn't told from her perspective there were she was just one of the quartet right. don't get me wrong I I loved um, I love Melissa McCarthy's character because I I like Melissa McCarthy I think she's funny yeah she does sound good she's great Abigail Yates I think she was brilliant Um, the Charlize Theron who played Holtzman was really cool she
1: was the tech girl there was another you know, one, yeah. Um, she was in that movie I saw recently, which name eludes me now.
0: Yeah. It wasn't Charlie's Theron, I'm completely wrong. Sir. Yeah, no it was Kate
1: so. McKinnon. She was a bit annoying in. Oh, I forgot what movie I saw now. It's about. They play spies. They weren't very good at yeah. spies. Uh, the girl who plays Meg's voice is in it as well.
0: Leslie Jones. Um, That's not her. No. <laughs> Leslie Jones, who played Patty Tolan. Um, she was the woman that. Worked in the in like the subway area. She wasn't a scientist. Was she wasn't she? anything. And when I was watching the trailers, I was just like, "You've just got some really loud woman. That's all. That's all she brings."
1: Was she, sh- was she sassy?
0: That's all she was. She was just. She a, brought
1: the big sass. There was
0: a bit where one of them was possessed, and she's uh, she's screaming, "The power of pain compels you," and she's then slapping a fucking mate, and I'm like. What exactly? Like, what's what's good about you? There's nothing interesting about you. <laughs> Completely wrong, however, because when you watch the film, actually, she's the historian. She knows a lot about New York. She knows a lot about its history and the law behind it. Oh, see, way back when, she was a little bit like Ray from the original Ghostbusters, oh, because like, right. you know she had a penchant for history, which then fed into the film.
1: So she wasn't just like this generation's Whoopi Goldberg. No,
0: Kristen Wiig did fuck all. The only thing Kristen Wiig was actually required for, as far as I can see, was putting a pocket knife in the rectum of a balloon. <laughs> that was it. Um, the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man it was a balloon in this particular film dropped on top of the others. Oh, like
1: a Macy Street Parade type thing. Exactly
0: that. And she poked it in the taint with her pocket knife and it
1: blew up. And that was it. I almost feel sorry for this stay pushed, Mark Malone, now. Now <laughs> I don't. He got stabbed in a tank, man. That's a painful area. Yeah. The fucker had it coming. But no, I um, <laughs> Don't hold don't hold back, man. Tell you really feel about
0: him. I don't have a problem with, with seeing an all-female cast. Nah. But like you said, it it's just just be good. If just it's, be good.
1: Yeah. If it's if it's an all-female cast for story reasons, brilliant. If it's a knee jerk reaction to feminism or I mean, whatever. I don't, it, I don't think it will be. Oh not god no I hope not. But it's like um it's, it's like a lot of characters that get wrote and they're just there for pleasing let's say the status quo. So you've got to yes. have like say more female characters, more minority characters. If the people behind creating them can't write them properly, then it's more of an insult than a strength. So for example, we're both straight. Despite what people think on the internet. Um, I couldn't write a story about a gay character, and you probably couldn't write a story about a gay character either. No, probably not. If we did, it'd probably come off very stereotypical, and we'd probably use John Barrowman as a reference guide more than anything else. And that's not how you... <laughs> Right. <laughs> uh, respect, respect the gay community I by really having like John Barrowman
0: I really like how you've really narrowed that field of view. I can write about the, the gays. gays. I know
1: one. No. <laughs> I know John Barrowman That's I've crazy. seen him on Torchwood. That's how the gays act, right? But it's, it's you know, we know. I, I get what you're yeah. saying, but I mean,
0: I think part of the problem, and we've gone on a massive fucking tangent here. I think part of the problem is the way it was written. Yes. There will be a Spider-Man sequel and there will be a project featuring an all-female main cast. Yeah. Why did you feel the need to tell us it was going to be an all-female main cast? Because if it was an all-male main cast, do you know what they'd say? There's another Spider-Man project. Yes. And that's, that's as far as it would go. Yeah. And it is
1: ridiculous. It seems a very much clickbait headline. You could, yeah. just, you could just put, new Spider-Man sequel in the works, featuring Spider-Gwen, Spider-Woman, blah, blah, blah.
0: And I picked that story up on Twitter mm. from IGN's feed and I went into the comments because...
1: As you do, you're bored. Of
0: course I'm going to, because I'm like, Fuck yeah. let me just see what kind of shit. <laughs> there was a lot of toxic shit. Oh, there isn't There was reference just? to Ghostbusters. And I'm like, Ghostbusters wasn't a bad film. There were some really great ideas, and there were some great premises. There was some poor execution in places, but I, I enjoyed the film as a whole. Yeah, you know, don't get me wrong. I'm happy for you to have an all, you know, not that it's my decision anyway. No. I'm happy for you to have an all female cast. I'm happy for you to have an all unicorn cast. I really don't care. Just make the characters work.
1: Just make the story good.
0: And that was, and that's my only problem when it comes to these, because my this is my experience. I don't like Kristen Wiig in Ghostbusters because she she didn't serve a purpose. No, you know the original Ghostbusters, you had um, Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd and Harold Ramis. They were the oh, yes. scientists. Yes, you know
1: um, Dan Aykroyd wasn't a scientist, was he? Was yeah, it? wasn't he, it Ray? Was a scientist?
0: That's Dan Aykroyd. Is it? Oh, I, yeah. guess,
1: I get his name confused. It's been um, a while since seen original. Bill
0: Murray uh played oh, Peter Event. That's, that's what I was getting confused with. Yes. He was actually he's a psychologist. He was a con man, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Um he's a psychologist. It came more into play in the comic books, but he was a psychologist. Um and Winston, he was he was literally just applying for a job opening, but what you didn't know within the films was that he was actually ex-marine.
1: No, no, no I did not know that.
0: You know, he brought the whole oorah side of it to the play. Yeah. He was the moral centre. Um, and that's why I'm like, these characters had something. They had a reason for being there.
1: Kirsten where it was just a vehicle to push the story. Massively. Yeah. It just like, didn't... And it didn't work no. very well. Well, the, the movie had uh, gone against it anyway. Like say, mm. it was marketed as all-female Ghostbusters as well, yeah. which did not help matters. Not Only because... Yeah, you got, like, say, the toxic comments from IGN saying, oh, this is just pushing the feminist agenda and all that sort of stuff. But it was people feeling the need
0: to identify the fact that it was... An, an all all-female female cast. cast. It didn't matter. No. It didn't matter. What was it? No one ever looked at fucking calendar girls and went, oh, it's just a bunch of old ladies. <laughs> no of one... course you didn't. It's like Because if someone had gone, it's an all-male cast, calendar men. <laughs> we want to see that. I... To be fair, we, we got it with Magic Mike, but...
1: It's... <laughs> that's, that's a very extreme version of calendar games. <laughs> <Yeah, I know. laughs>
0: but the point is is that like you don't bat an eyelid when it's something like that, but when someone then takes something like a video game where it goes, you can play as Aloy is like, I don't want to be a girl. Like, Why not? Like, what's the problem with it?
1: You know what? Like, every time I do, we need to have create a character. Yeah, I always create a female to start off with. I did. My, my very first
0: run through of Mass Effect was mm. with, I think she canonically became Jane
1: Shepard. I know um, my character for Bloodborne's female. Yeah. My character for Dark Souls is also female. And Dark Souls doesn't give two shits because as soon as you put the armor on, you could be fucking anyone. Yeah. That kind of like ruins the whole mystique of that. But no, I think, well, with Bloodborne, it kind of made, for me, it made a bit of a, a lore reference because you're fast, you're nippy. And usually, female characters are fast and nippy. So, for me, that kind of worked a bit better than having a big buff, you know, slow man. i wanted a quick nippy guy to kill all the Lovecraftian devils.
0: Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, I think it's time we jumped off this, because we got deep into SJW territory. Yes,
1: but not too much. We didn't start slagging them off.
0: (laughs) No, that's right. We held back. So let's jump instead
1: to, will we see Chris Evans again as Captain America? Chrislinger says... Fuck yes. All Marvel has to do is just wave a paycheck in front of him and he'll go, yeah, I'll take that. So, though uh, Chris Evans has suggested he'll be hanging up
0: Captain America's shield following the next Avengers movie, one of its directors says otherwise. In an interview with USA Today, Avengers 4 co-director Joe Russo referenced a tweet Evans sent out where he was saying goodbye to Captain America. Russo said, I think it was more emotional for him than it was for us only because he's not done yet and I won't explain <laughs> what that means but the audience will soon understand what I'm talking about
1: well the thing is even if, let's say for example Captain America dies at the end of Endgame mm. um, it doesn't necessarily mean that Chris Evans is done playing that character because he can always go through flashbacks Yeah. I mean now since we've got Bucky and the Falcon you know, those two could it's easy take over the role of Captain America like they did in the comics um, which would be an interesting little dynamic actually seen on screen. I'd like that's, to see. That's the one thing I'm kind of looking forward to with these Marvel movies is um, they can change the characters round without doing a whole James Bond thing where they change the actor, but the name is the same. Yes. So, for example, you know, let's say Robbie Downey Jr. is done playing Tony Stark. Then they get in, I don't know, let's say Jude Law, for example, to replace him. I know it's not going to happen because... Jude is already another character in Captain Marvel. And let's be honest, Marvel probably run out of big names to replace these people with. <laughs>
0: yeah, but then... Um, but, you what know. The, what's the name of the guy that plays uh, Roadie?
1: Oh, yes, from the first one.
0: Don... No, not from the first one.
1: Don... Don Che... Cheetah? Don Cheetah. He's, he's a fucking he's good Rodie. He's Rhodey. the current guy, isn't yeah.
0: he? Like, why couldn't you have him
1: operating in that kind of it's space I don't understand why you couldn't just operate that I think now it's. I think some characters like Tony Stark's character is too long I think if you get another actor to play Tony Stark it'd be very jarring and a lot of people would be referring it to just don't replace it well yeah just do something else use his brother Aaron Stark
0: yeah, it's not even been touched upon. Yeah, which I'd feel a little bit shoehorned in if that's what we went with. Yeah. But anyway, the article goes on. In his original comment, Evans said that when uh, filming Raptor Avengers 4, it was an emotional day to say the least, noting the eight years that he's been playing Captain America. To everyone in front of the camera, behind the camera, and in the audience, thank you for the memories. Eternally grateful. Evans previously said in an interview that he would likely not be renewing his contract with Marvel Studios following Avengers Four. Uh, elsewhere in the interview, Russo says the film is about halfway through the editorial process, and as it stands, is around three hours long in its unfinished state, the same length reported earlier this month. Um, so yeah, since then, obviously, we found out that the film is called Endgame. Yep. Um, you bothered? What well, find
1: about the name, Bowser? Yeah. About the trailer, because obviously that's now dropped. I like the trailer. I like the ending to it. I like the fact that. Uh, oh, you and Paul Rudd. That was fucking brilliant. That because you, it was a bit of a twist because you expect to see like Captain Marvel come out of nowhere and kind of like save the day because it had a very sombre tone to it. It was very down.
0: Not S- at all surprised.
1: Starks in space. You know the rest of the team are sad because half the universe has been wiped out, and then you see Ant Man and he turn up, and go, guys, let me in. You remember me, right? And I was like, who the fuck is that? Um so I enjoyed that. That's the one thing I'm, I do like about the Infinity War movie is it's got its humour moments, but it doesn't feel out of place.
0: I think as I said earlier, I'm I'm done with Marvel films for now.
1: You do say about us every podcast though.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's true of every podcast. It's, it really is. I am I'm I'm bored of them do something different you know how you're like why did they have to do Kratos again yes. why can't I have a new that's me that's me that's you right in your movie world why do I have to have another fucking superhero do something new I, honestly I'd love to see I'd love to see a Thor film but I'd love to see a more traditional Thor film
1: and not superhero Thor film that's, a, that's easy just get DC to make it
0: no get it gritty as fuck no <laughs> it's a traditional not miserable <laughs> My, my dad. My dad's dead. dead. About the
1: the Bethesda bag bait and switch. Ah, oh, do you remember? Bethesda used to be a good company, and everyone loved them. Nope, that went out the fucking window. So
0: this was two weeks ago. This was over at Game Rant. Despite the Fallout 76 collector's Edition bag controversy having begun only days ago, bearing in mind this is two weeks ago, the story is rapidly developing and continuing to spiral out of control. Um, Bethesda's bag bait and switch of a canvas bag for a cheap nylon bag sparked a heated discussion involving collector's edition owners that inevitably led to a response and compensation offer from Bethesda that's nice isn't it yeah I know right like, um,
1: well generous how much do you think the collector's edition is oh well, I'll take gander i
0: hundred and
1: fifty. i am going to be 200? ridiculous and say $200
0: $200 yeah well the um, in-game um, currency offer was 500 atoms and that is? $5. Ah, oh, Bethesda, your generosity, no bounds. It seriously angered and offended the fans who purchased the collector's edition. Due to Bethesda's fans feeling
1: offended by this offer, Reddit has quickly become a haven for those angered fans to voice their opinions. Do you know why? It was a double kick in the nads from as well, because I read that you can actually buy the postman outfit online, right? So you know the whole gear that they wanted, the canvas bag and all yeah. that. You can buy that online. The atoms that they give you don't cover that price. Yeah, <laughs> which is that's a double kick in the nuts. That
0: um, I think it's absolutely awful. Oh so... yeah,
1: you're paying two hundred dollars for a collector's edition. You kind of want and you kind of want the gear that you bought, really. You ever bought a collector's edition or something? Yes, but I got it dirt cheap. What was it? Bioshock for the PC. What did you get? I got the Big Daddy figure.
0: All oh, right. Okay. I
1: got it for a tenner. Oh. So I got the. Big daddy, big brat, The Big Daddy figure, the music for the soundtrack, and the game. came in a nice little box and everything. Yeah, it cost me a tenner. That's alright. Yeah, there's a few collector's things I bought, only when they're on the cheap. If they're 200 quid, fuck it, I'm not buying that. No, I get it. That's just too much. I bought the collector's edition
0: of Mass Effect 3 when that came out for the PS3. What was that? How much um, that sent you back? That sent me back about 90 quid. And I was quite happy with that because that came with all the artwork... Um, it came with uh, i think it was the soundtrack it had the key ring inside it, it had the fabric patch the lithographs and the steel book case of the game as well it was absolutely loved it absolutely loved it
1: i also got um warcraft 3 collector's edition oh yeah that came with the art of as well that's cool that was a tenner i got these shit cheap
0: <laughs> you you can't you can't knock it, can you? Realistically, when you think about it. Well, it's
1: when Zavi used to have uh, retail shops. Yeah. Now they're just uh, online. But when they used to do retail shops, he used to buy the collector's edition shit, mm. obviously to flog it to people. And they when they wouldn't buy it, they sold them cheap. And That's when you struck. That's, that's when you. Struggle. That's when you went in there and you saw fifty percent off and you're like, right, I'll take that off your hands. Thank you very much. I need some more tap for my shelf. Next in the news, let me read
0: you a quote from Netflix. Tell me about Netflix. Marvel's Daredevil will not return for a fourth season on Netflix. Oh, Netflix. What are you playing at? Yeah, I'm kind of half and half on this. Yeah. We are tremendously proud of the show's last and final season, and although it's painful for the fans, we feel it best to close this chapter on a high note. Good for them. That was it, and I kind of agree. Let's I, be honest. Love the Netflix series. Let's be honest, it's going to
1: go to Disney streaming.
0: No, the thing is, it won't because yeah. obviously that was developed as Netflix.
1: Oh, yeah, but they'll, so they'll buy it.
0: They, I don't know how that works and they might not.
1: Honestly. It's Disney have got more money than God. They want to kind of like do a monopoly of everything.
0: No, it doesn't matter. That should be the end. That should now be the end. You didn't see it, did you?
1: No, I didn't cause I don't have Netflix.
0: <sighs> you, how in this day and age? It's honestly really good. It ended on a high note. It ended with, um, you know, Wilson Fisk and Daredevil beating the shit out of one another. Um, You know, Daredevil knew everything about Wilson Fisk. Wilson Fisk knew everything about Daredevil. So at the end, when he takes his mask off and his dead eyes stare at what would be Wilson's face... Mm and wilson's saying i know everything about you you foggy your friend he's dead karen pay your reporter friend she's dead all your friends they're all dead and he literally just grabs him by the side of the head and he just goes they're not they're not going to die because if any of them go if any of them receive any kind of harm because of what you do he ends up pointing to wilson fisk's you know freshly bought wife and goes she dies <laughs> That's I mean, dark. This Air is it. Like he genuine. I, I, the entire thing is him trying to come to terms with the idea that he is going to kill Wilson Fisk. Yeah. Um, and he threatens to kill Vanessa in the event that you know any of his friends should come to harm. And it's a it's this really shaky truce. But it ends with uh, Foggy and uh, you know Matt Murdock getting back together as a, a little law firm. And it it's the two. It's a resolution to all the things that had happened. Yeah. Do like, you know what actually? Yeah, if you end it there, that's the end of a really good story. Yeah, they cancelled Luke Cage for fuck's sake, and I'm like, you just became a crime boss.
1: What? what? No. Yeah, yeah, that kind of needs to go a little bit further.
0: Yeah, and that's where I'm like, you've you've done the wrong thing. I don't think I've not even bothered watching all of season two of Iron Fist. Um, no one really does, which is a bit of a shame, really. Jessica Jones, Patsy what's Walker, Patsy Walker. That's it. She's just gone and uh, started demonstrating her powers, but
1: Hellcat.
0: I'm just like, all right, okay. So there's there's something a bit more to you here. I'm not, I'm not the least bit bothered about it being cancelled because really, I've really enjoyed what was there. I have rewatched the first season a couple of times.
1: Really good. It's kind of interesting they cancelled it with Luke Cage being the crime boss because mm. I always thought kind of their end game would be to make Matt Murdock the crime boss. Yeah, Shadowland. Kind yeah, of exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, with him being leader of the Hand, which was a bloody good idea actually.
0: Yeah, I get it. But yeah, it's um, it's not surprising given that they've cancelled obviously the other big two. Um, not to say that Jessica Jones isn't one of the big ones. In fact, it's
1: far better than fucking Iron Fist. I always feel a bit sorry for Iron Fist. Then again, it did look like it had a rocky start to start off with. But yeah. I always wanted Iron Fist to be a movie. Yeah, it I wanted a big that. big budget behind it. Have you ever read Iron Fist: The Living Weapon? Uh, only some. Read all of it. Pretty good. But some of the visuals in that, you know, with the big dragon in what's his city called Kunlou? Kun Kunlong. Kunlong. I mean that on the big screen would look friggin' awesome. Yeah. And then the first issue of uh Iron Fist a living weapon, he has to fight undead ninjas and take down Apache helicopters. Imagine yeah. that on the big screen.
0: Yeah, that art style is amazing. Exactly, as well. yeah. Um last, but certainly sp- not least
1: China. China sets up a video
0: game ethics panel in its new approval process.
1: Sorry, anything in China ethics put together make me laugh. Continue.
0: It's definitely something to be taken seriously. The South China Morning Post reports that the nation now has an online game ethics committee as part of the government's laborious process for game censorship approvals. China Central Television, the state's broadcaster, said this ethics in games committee was formed to address national concerns over internet addiction, unsuitable content, and childhood myopia. Um,
1: Ain't been funny, but that's been going on for years in China. When I lived in Hong Kong, the only way I could send emails home is by going to an internet cafe. mm -hmm. And I used to finish work at seven o'clock in the morning, so I used to work in a bar. Yep. And. That place was rammed with people in there playing online games. The online market over in China was massive. Yeah. And you know, got the food and all that sort of stuff by them. And people were sleeping there and waking up and then playing the game and all that sort of stuff. Mm. So if they've just discovered that China's addicted to online gaming, I hate to say it, like 10 years late.
0: There's a number of things, but I don't know. Uh, the State TV report said the committee has already looked at 20 games, rejecting nine and ruling that the other eleven have to change certain content. The titles of the games were not revealed. This wrinkle on Chinese game censorship comes at the end of a year in which China has frozen approvals for new video games as it puts into place new licensing procedures. While that freeze is expected to wind down soon, it's gone on long enough to dent stock price of publishing giant Tencent. The Morning Post notes that total revenue for China's domestic video game market rose five percent over the first half of 2017. Again, sure, but the slowest growth rate in at least a decade. Video game consoles have been legal sorry have been legally for sale in China only since 2014.
1: Oh yeah, censorship in China
0: is massive. Mm. I think it's incredible. I can't believe that this, this halt on approval of video games has carried on. I think it's mad.
1: Absolutely crazy. Oh, China's censorship is legendary, injury. Because um, you know how they have their own internet over there, right? Mm. As in you know, things that, like Facebook, Hotmail. Yep. Yeah, you can't access those when you're out there. It does, just does not happen. No. And what they do is actually quite clever when it comes to their social media. So let's say, for example, you put up a post. That's, let's say, government suck, you know. Fuck you, President Weber. Um, what they'll do is they'll pretty much ghost post it. So you put it up, but no one will see it. So you get no likes, you get no replies. So it makes you not want to put it up again because no one agrees with you, which is, you know, almost you know, it's devilish, really, when you think about it. But yeah, China's... Um, Censorship is absolutely ledger so I'm not not surprised about that at all, in the slightest. Although, let's say China and
0: ethics—that's
1: big talk coming from the country. What do what they do to Tibet? What a time (laughs) to end it there. Yeah, be right back. Political, and that's how I masturbate. Moving on.
0: Right. Let's move on to our shout-out. This week we have got The underscore Goomba. This is a guy called Tony Coffee, 27-year-old guy that likes to talk about gaming, anime and other various rubbish. Way too much. And yes, my name is a beverage. Feel free to ask for my switch code. So there you go. Jump on Twitter at The underscore Goomba, G-O-O-M-B-A. And go and ask for a switch code.
1: There you go, Alex. You can ask someone for their switch code.
0: Uh, next is at... Link underscore Tin. Ah, oh, LinkedIn. Uh, yeah, that's what I yeah, thought. Yeah, that's good. yeah. Um, so, <laughs> Nintendo Nerd, Super Dad, gym Head, Movie Lover, Box Set, Binger, Motorbike Rider, and Football Fan. Is there anything LinkedIn can't do? Dance.
1: It yeah. specifically
0: doesn't say dancing in there, so maybe dancing. Tell you
1: what, Super Dad failed.
0: Well, only on one thing. I mean, I've oh. been funny. I'll tell you what, you go play football with him. Fuck yeah!
1: Yeah, I'll I'll take that challenge. (laughs) Can you play football? Fuck no! But still, it'd be even more embarrassing when I kick his ass, and then beat him at dance competition.
0: And then this one, this one doesn't have
1: a description. A description. Oh no! Yeah, who is it? Lol. 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 That's the handle. That's the handle. Continue. I feel there's more to this.
0: Well, the ham- the name is lol. The handle is at lol66024725.
1: This sounds like some sort of leaked hacker code. You'd think. Are you 1337?
0: This individual has recently just jumped onto Twitter. Oh, bless her. Literally joined this month. That's kind of recent. This individual is Lauren. Ah. Oh. This individual is Alex Jackson's other heart. She exists. She exists. Well, so slap me silly. She exists in the medium of the internet. Um, <laughs> no, I've met her. She's lovely. <laughs> so for that, we're making you one of our shout-outs. Please, someone go follow her. Go be a friend. Go show her what a lovely community this is. Whoop, whoop. Now, we're going to play a game.
1: What game are going to play, broad dog? And
0: I'm not going to rip off of another podcast way too much, but I'm going to call it Trophy Time. Okay. Only because they're not doing that podcast no more, and at the end of the day, I think it's a reasonable fucking
1: name for what we're going to do. So... So fuck you, we're taking it now. I
0: am going to read from a select list of trophies, and the purpose of this game is for you to determine whereabouts these trophies are from, so what games they're from. Okay. You get an additional point... Ooh... If you manage to determine what the criteria is for unlocking said trophy.
1: Okay, for example, like um, dodging a lightning bolt twenty times. Mm, got ya. So the first one. Lay on me. Dony Hawk. That's going from Tony Hawk. Nope. Oh, what's again? Donny. Donny Hawk. How do I spell Donny? D O U. G-H-N-Y. I have a feeling this is going to be something very skater-based, because of the obvious pun. Okay. Um, I don't know. Assassin's Creed? No. I give up.
0: Okay. I am bread.
1: Oh, yeah, that's cool, that.
0: Any oh, idea what it might fuck. be for? yeah.
1: Obviously, doughy. Oh, I get it now. Um, there's got to be some sort of grinding action, right?
0: The whole thing is... If you find yourself nearby the vicinity of a skateboard when scurrying around the kitchen as the eponymous wholemeal slice, hop aboard and give it a whirl for a minute to unlock this hilarious bad joke from Bossa Studios.
1: It's not a bad joke, Boss Studio. You did yourself proud. Indeed. Yes. Lay me on the next one. Time Paradox. Snake Eater. Snake dying. Am I anywhere close? No. Okay. I'm so... I'm calling you a liar now.
0: Call of Duty.
1: Oh, never. Fuck off I was going to get that one. (laughs) Out there, Jackson is probably screaming to his uh, iPod right now going, It's Call of Duty! How could you not get that? Yeah! Yeah. I don't play action wank games, my friend. I play good games. Next one. Any idea what it might be for? I'm probably dying.
0: (laughs) In a sly wink to the increasingly beefed-up lore of the Modern Warfare universe, Raven Software made a small but significant tweak to the remastered campaign of the original game that will inevitably draw a smile from any Call of Duty fan. So, you know, not us. Yeah. Towards the end of all Gillied up, fire your sniper shot towards the car in which sequel villain Makarov is seated to complete your mission, preventing all the events from Modern Warfare 2 and 3 from ever happening.
1: Okay. I kind of get that. It's kind of smart. Yeah, instead of doing a trophy, they should have just done an alternative ending. Mm. Like, bam, you won the game. Get you. Next one. Next one. Next one. Nigel Lowry. What? Mm -hmm. It's just the name of the the
0: trophy. Nigel Lowry.
1: You know what? I ain't got a fucking clue.
0: (laughs) Hotline Miami.
1: Yeah, okay. Another game I haven't played, but continue.
0: You may be slightly confused should this notification show up as you mercilessly, mercilessly dispatch flows around
1: Yeah, you just put your teeth back in.
0: Let's start again. Yeah, it's killing yeah. me. As you kill people in Hotline Miami. <laughs> but the context That's more behind, like it. The context behind the trophy reveals a cruel but darkly humorous in joke from Den Uh, Deniton Games. The criteria for accruing this in-game reward is to use a human shield, while Nigel Lowry is a real character who works at Devolver Digital, a company who published Hotline Miami. Poor Nigel.
1: I kind of like that. Mm, If we overcome a uh, successful gaming company ourselves, I've got an idea of putting Jackson in for a few trophies. That's one of them. Right. Next one. Next
0: one. (laughs) Okay. I did it for the trophy.
1: Final Fantasy (laughs) XV, Broddle. Actually sounds quite a fun one, that, actually, I must admit. I've got nothing, but I can imagine the game being something like Not a Hero or something like that. No. Is it a fun game? uh, Many would
0: describe it as fun, very self-aware, very stupid.
1: You could be talking about me there. Mm -hmm. Don't know
0: yakuza Zero.
1: Oh, that is very self-aware and very stupid mm. oh what is it what is that i got i did it for the trophy please tell me that's like the platinum trophy
0: for those who really need to know i do all that's needed is to watch a sexy video oh even better and cringe as
1: it plays out for a few minutes that could be any japanese game for honest <laughs> <laughs> fuck me that could be persona 5 having conversations with women I like Um, you. You're a good listener. Yeah, he doesn't fucking say anything. Next one. Let's see. That's it. Scroll down, mate.
0: Something a little bit more mainstream.
1: I don't know. You did Call of Duty. You can't get more mainstream than that. Call of
0: Duty. (laughs) Let's fucking go past that again. Okay, the next one. Touchdown. Travis. What game is called Travis?
1: No More Heroes. Oh, right. Travis Touchdown. Um, no no <laughs> is it uh, Madden nope this, in, a, in my in my defence there should be a trophy in Madden there, called touchdown there probably touchdown. is there probably is I want a point for I'm that <laughs> I want a point for a game that you're not referencing well ok I'll tell you what I'll have a look in a minute once we've played this game we'll pause this and go and have a look no we won't no we won't <laughs> we're not that sad um, don't know Fallout 4 yeah hmm We're going too mainstream here. We need to get a little bit obscure. Is it using someone's head at the end goal? No. It should be. Uh, Bethesda is apparently more than happy
0: to celebrate your death as you explore the wastelands of Fallout 4, particularly when you get blown to bits by a nuclear explosion. The name is a reference to the way in which mutant uh, suiciders will throw their nuclear bombs on the ground, akin to that of an American footballer, except doing so results in a cataclysmic decimation rather than bonus points for the home team.
1: Oh yeah, I can I can picture that now. Mm. Still right. pretty lame. Next one. Next one. Because I am winning so hard this game.
0: I do you know what? Don't you worry about it. I am gonna be. You're gonna throw me a bone. I'm gonna start throwing you a bone. Yeah. Not this episode. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> but we are going to um, we're going
1: to go on more uh, what Call of Duties.
0: Just like if you guys are sat home thinking, "Fucking hell, some of these are obscure." What I've done is I've gone onto Games Radar and I've gone and picked this up, and we're just playing the game off of there. But in future, what I'll be doing is I'll be pulling uh, trophies not only from my account but also from Slingers and Alex's, and I shall be quizzing them because then there'll be trophies that these guys have earned and should be able to recognise them.
1: Probably not, but continue. Yeah. Tell you what, you're going to be fucking no. struggling with mine. Trophy
0: hall like me, <laughs> I know.
1: Yeah. You'd be like, oh, God of platinum's. What you've got? Fucking bronze. What is wrong with you? Is that no? That's, oh, the that's, question that's the name, or just that's the name of the trophy? Okay, I was going to say a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is wrong with you? Is that from Batman Arkham? Nope. Uh, is it from call of duty nope is it from fallout no i'm just going mainstream as fuck here is oh. it from god of war no is it from... more mainstream than god of war i can't go more mainstream than god of war of course you can um i've done fallout that's mainstream i'm gonna say the title and you're gonna fucking swear mario nope <laughs> on the ps4 <laughs> Don't Do you want know. me to tell you the game? Yeah, tell me the game. It's Assassin's Creed. That is
0: fucking mainstream. It's very mainstream. Oh, that's the, that's ultimate mainstream. <laughs> Specifically, Assassin's Creed Syndicate. What is wrong with you? Is a bronze trophy.
1: I like to think that's just being self-aware.
0: Are you... Do you want me to just tell you what it's for?
1: Yeah, tell me that. Yeah, it's Assassin's Creed. I've never played that shit.
0: Shoot and kill five horses within a short space of time in Ubisoft's recreation of 19th century London and the game will half-jokingly question your moral
1: aptitude while rewarding you with a trophy. Fuck half-joking? Mm, no. Seriously, what is wrong with you? No, right. You shot a horse. Don't do that.
0: Yeah, don't start. Yeah. You, you did the same thing as me, and you shot fucking pigeons on Big Shell in Metal Gear Solid 2. Well, yeah,
1: they shot all over the place. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they made ride and slip. Don't I know you? You do. How okay. are you? No. Nope.
0: Don't I know you is a bronze trophy. What's the game? Metal Gear. Nope. This is one of my games, I'm mm. going to give you that much.
1: Oh, you, own, you have shitloads because you do freebies. Mass Effect. Nope. Mass Effect 2. <laughs> it's not from the Mass Effect franchise. Mass Effect 3. <laughs> Still not from there. Bioshock. Nope. Bioshock 2. Okay, so it's Lego
0: Marvel Super Heroes. Oh,
1: Jesus, yeah.
0: Any idea what it might be for? I've actually
1: forgotten what the trophy is now, I've just railing off games. Don't I know you. Oh, I think I do know this one. Come on. Isn't it uh, when the Human Torch meets Captain America? Yes. I am so good at this game.
0: Absolutely. That's Get exactly right. There.
1: All you've got to do is, because um,
0: obviously Lego games, it's you and another character. Yep. You just select it, so you've got the Human Torch and Captain America.
1: If they want to update that now, they'd have to have Human Torch and Killmonger. Okay. Yeah. So... Be impressed by that, internet.
0: While we're on there, let's keep up with...
1: No. Close. Okay, you can sell the game now. Is that 100% completion? Mmm, close. Oh, then why would I want to sell the game? Um, I don't even know what a game is. Oh, is it one of your Lego games? It's not the
0: Lego bit that you want to be focusing on.
1: Is it the Spider-Man bit? No. Is it the Marvel bit? Ish. Is it... Shit, I don't know any Marvel games besides Spider-Man. Um... Yeah, I don't know. Tell me. Okay, it's Deadpool. Oh, yeah. No wonder I didn't so get that one.
0: You think if you got a trophy for Deadpool that said, "Okay, you can sell the game now," what do you think this would be?
1: seen some tits, probably. No, I'm my clothes because that no, does sound not. like a Deadpool thing. You can do this. I believe in you. <laughs> Completing the game. Yep. Yeah. With a hundred percent. Um do you know what the, give it to yeah, you? just give me levels.
0: Okay, you can sell the game now is the platinum trophy.
1: So it's a hundred percent, right? So it
0: is it's kind of hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Yeah, I got so that right. Um, you get it for when you get all the trophies.
1: I got I got a pity tick. You got a pity tick.
0: Yeah. But stage fright. Now this one's quite famous.
1: I'm just don't looking blame at, you if you don't get looking it. Looking at you with judgmental eyes. You
0: haven't played this game. Limbo. Nope. God of War. No, oh my God!
1: <laughs> so it's Uncharted Four. Okay, right, all cool.
0: Right. Now, <laughs> do you know anything about when they did the Uncharted Four demo? Uh, I think it was yes. G3. It
1: it um, it bugged out. Mm. It was famous for bugging out on on the uh, big screen, sure. and everyone went no, and they panicked with and they, all
0: that information.
1: It's the bit in the it's the bit in the game where you can just like twat around, isn't it, in the crowd and nothing happens if you stand there for X amount of time. Yeah, you get stage fright. There we go. Oh, suck it, internet! I'm the best gamer. This is Dark Souls. This is Dark Souls. Dark Souls Two. When you die the first time. This is
0: Dark Souls Two. When you die for the first
1: time. Yep. Do you know why I know that one? <laughs> I have that it. one. There you go. <laughs>
0: So, congratulations. Oh. Out of potential 20 points, you got five.
1: Yes, I'm the best. And that's it. I am the best at gaming, guys. Don't ever say I'm not good at gaming. So,
0: it's time for us to come to a close. Yes, I think we better. If you want to follow us, you can do so. I am at Rodney underscore Brodle.
1: And I am at Chris Slinger. You can always go and follow the main
0: group at Pixel underscore Prep. Uh, we are going to be back in three weeks' time on the 30th of December, Yeah. so you'll be able to get this on the 31st. Keep an ear out for our Christmas message. That should be coming up on December the 24th, so Christmas Eve. Go check that out.
1: Yeah, do that um, now.
0: Obviously, Alex isn't here this week. He will be back with us again soon, Um. but yeah, he's also not going to be here for the Christmas message, so just make sure that when you listen to it, you keep all of us himself as well in your minds. Thank you very much, guys. Toodle pipski. Bye-bye.